Welcome to Voices, a podcast that dives deep into the lives of fashion creatives to explore diverse perspectives on creativity, inspiration, and experiences that shape who we are as humans in a world where the power of our voices matter. I'm your host, Ashley Kilback. Today's guest is the lovely Joe Stewart of Cedar and Vine. Cedar and Vine is an up-and-coming Saskatchewan-based clothing line that embodies minimalism and comfort through handcrafted designs made with natural fibers. Joe talks about why she's different than most designers, the importance of staying true to yourself, and the nature of living a creative life. Hi, Joe. Thanks for joining me on Voices today. I'm so excited that you're going to be here sharing your voice with me today. So tell me, tell me about what, what was that moment in your life where you realized that you wanted to get into fashion? Um, I feel like lots of people like talk about like a aha moment or whatever, but for me, like I just always knew like I loved creating things and like my dad is a steel fabricator and he's kind of like the same way, like it's totally different, but in the same way it's like designing and creating and like using your creative skills to come up with solutions and I always like I loved dressing and I love like the way like style can like express who you are and like living in Saskatchewan kind of shaped that too because there wasn't really I come from Weyburn by the way so it's like a small city right okay and I never could really like find what I wanted and so I just started making things and I just loved it. Like, it's kind of, like, addicting. Like, you make one thing, and then you're not satisfied to make something else, and it just keeps going in a cycle. I guess I'm still there. Like, I'm still trying to improve. So And it's kind of, yeah, you kind of fall down that, like, creative rabbit hole. Yeah. And you're just, you know, it's a a journey from there, right? And I think that's... That's the beauty about growing up in Saskatchewan as well, I think, is because, you know, when you have that creativity or, you know, you've been surrounded by it when you, while you've grown up, um, you can really take advantage of that because I think there's a lot of opportunity to yeah, do that here, right? Totally. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, and I feel like there's not as many people doing it too. So it's kind of like you can stand out. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the journey. Um, you know, when that moment, I mean, you've, you've grown up with creativity and like you've, you've had that in your family, right? So I think that's kind of just something that's, you know, almost in your blood. So what, you know, tell me about that journey of, you know, starting to become a fashion designer from, you know, when you first started to kind of where, where you're at now. Well, it's been years of trial and error. (laughs) I started out kind of like when I was really young and actually nobody in my family like sewed or anything. My grandma made quilts but she wasn't really like a huge sewer so I just started playing around and then I would yeah basically just like I always like to visualize things in my head and like I it's kind of bad like I was a little bit of a hoarder because like I would see things and I'm like oh I can make things out of that and so yeah I just had fun experimenting and then eventually like I made a lot of things that failed too, and then I decided I wanted to go to school for it. So, 
I found a private school in Saskatchewan, actually. Okay. And went there. It's awesome because it's super small, like one-on-one. And I kind of just fell in love with it. And it's weird. I felt like I was a lot different than, like, people in my class because lots of them, like, went there because they'd always, like, drawn pictures of, like done like fashion illustration and like followed fashion and like to be honest like I don't follow fashion at all <laughs> like mm-hmm. I I don't really even like know that many designers like famous ones or like watch that many shows but I just really like creating so mm-hmm. that was kind of my thing and like still to this day like I don't even draw out half the stuff I just draft it and make it <laughs> just bring it to life yeah. That's pretty that's pretty fascinating actually. So what like I guess what made you want to work in the area of fashion because I mean I know that you like you're just very you're very creative in general, right? And there's a lot of different outlets where you can exercise that. Um, but what was it about fashion I guess that spoke to you to be like, you know, what I'm I, I want to put my creativity into making clothing. I guess it's just such a part of our lives. Like it's something that's practical, but like you wear clothes every day and like it totally affects my mood like what I'm wearing or like what I'm trying to like show to the world like of who I am and like my interpretation of life so Mm -hmm. I just think it is so cool and like I yeah I just think more people need to use clothes as like a creative outlet and not just like something to put on your body right like I think people should use it more as a way to express who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think it has, it's, it makes such a powerful statement. Yeah. Right? Like, I think when you, you know, when you see the difference between, I mean, it doesn't mean that everybody in the world must be well-dressed, you no, know, totally. but it's, but it makes a difference when, you know, you, you know, you show up for your day yeah. and you, you feel good about what you're wearing. Yeah, and it's more, like, for me, it's not even, like, to others. It's more, like, to myself and, like, how I feel about myself. And you don't necessarily have to be, like, well-dressed all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just wear what makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And for yourself. And I think that's the most important thing, you know, because a lot of times, and you and I both can relate to this, it's, like, it's just it really fuels our emotions and just like how we go about our daily lives. And it's always something that's so personal where it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. if I want to throw on a crazy pink fuzzy sweater, (laughs) you don't really ever think about what that outside perspective from other people is going to be. Cause you're like, you know what? I'm feeling fun, funky. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be wild. And I, I kind of want to make people be like, you know, interesting that, you know, that, that girl really wants to, like, she's got personality to her. Right. So, and I think it's like, letting go to like what people think of you and like you'll attract the people that you want to be surrounded by anyway like if they don't like it that's fine like right right so let's talk about a little bit about the personality of cedar and vine so are you kind of one in the same or you know tell me tell me what is the personality of your brand so the personality is super laid back I'd say like in general I'm a fairly calm person (laughs) um I feel like it's pretty down to earth like um it's something that's hard to explain because it's (laughs) just who I am really Mm -hmm. but (laughs) 
That's something that I've always struggled to explain to people. So I guess I just try and let the brand speak for itself. Mm-hmm. What emotion do you really want to convey when someone wears cedar and vine? I just want people to feel like comfortable and confident in their own skin and just be who they are. Like I, the cool thing actually about designing clothes is like you see all these different people wearing your clothes and they can make it into like something totally different that suits them. Like I wouldn't wear the same thing as someone else, even though it might be the same garment, like just the people in it make it a totally different look. Which right. is really cool to see. Yeah. And that's what I want. I just, I want people to, like, embrace their personality. Like, stop trying to be someone else. Just, like, be yourself and mm-hmm. you'll be amazing. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. like, it's, it's fascinating. Because, you know, that's, like, fashion has so much versatility yeah. to just take it and make it your very own, right? Even mm-hmm. though, like, it's, you know, it's made from your hands. It's kind of cool to see, you know... Mm-hmm what you've made yeah and see it interpreted in a, in a different way depending on you know how that person kind of views creativity which I yeah. think is really interesting right and seeing somebody like confident wearing your clothing is like the most rewarding thing mm-hmm. like if you can make somebody feel great about themselves that's like makes it all worth it mm-hmm. So let's talk about a little bit about the creative process because I think it's really interesting that you tell me that you don't usually illustrate your designs yeah. So I'm, you know, I guess speaking from a designer's perspective, like, do you find that most designers are usually drawing, like, they're usually drawing their designs before they actually, you know, put them into production? Yeah, I find that, like, I haven't worked with, like, a ton of designers, but usually, like, a lot of them are super, like, artistic in, like, drawing, like, these elaborate illustrations which is Mm -hmm. amazing and I always envied that actually like I never even took like I kind of took art in school but I wasn't really like into it that much and I do like draw a little bit now but I kind of I think it also comes a bit from my like laid-back vibe and like just kind of letting the design unfold and like sometimes it doesn't work out but sometimes it works out better than you expected and I think Mm -hmm. part of it is just letting go of that control and seeing like where it takes you right so that's kind of my process but everybody's different Mm -hmm. yeah and I and I think that idea of control too is you know when you're making something that's so personal to you yeah it's very very hard to like like almost you know like kind of give that give put that control out into the world and just say you know let's just let's just see what happens mm-hmm. kind of thing right so um what have like what have your experiences been like designing so far like have you like from that moment that you first like drafted your first pattern to now like what's how has your creative process evolved I feel like it's just you learn so much through trial and error and nothing can take the place of that like you in an industry like this like experience is like everything kind Mm -hmm. of like you can study it for like eight years but if you don't make a garment you're not gonna like learn anything so it's more just like just doing it like (laughs) I don't know and even like 
like lots of artists like talk about their inspiration and everything and like I totally am the same way like I like obviously we all like to be inspired but it's also like I feel like a lot of people are waiting like sitting around waiting for that moment to be inspired but for me like if I just like starting it is just like you're halfway done Mm -hmm. because like if you can just start something like something will evolve but if you're just like sitting waiting to be like inspired on a project it never happens so just gotta go after it (laughs) and that's so true and that's such a commonplace thing because I think that as creatives we make a lot of excuses for ourselves all the time right where it's Mm -hmm. like well just like you and I were talking earlier it's like well it's winter Mm -hmm. you know we wake up in the morning and it's dark and we go to and we go home when it's dark and it's you know I mean that in like our environment definitely really affects our creativity. Mm-hmm. So when we are living in, you know, weather conditions and like having six month long winters like that, it does really like harp on your creativity. But I think, like you said, it's like we have to kind of wake up in the morning and tell ourselves, like, you know what, I'm not going to make an excuse today. Yeah. Because I know that I have the talent and I know that I have the ability to create something and make mm-hmm. it happen. So let's just do it, right? Let's just let's just cut out all that like noise that's surrounding us and just make it happen right and it it does like leave you in a vulnerable position because you're like putting yourself out there and a lot of times I think people are afraid to fail and like afraid to show like their true self because it is an art form but yeah not like everything's not going to work out for sure but you just need to do it (laughs) like Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to just throw it out there and like somebody's gonna like it mm-hmm. yeah eventually right yeah. it's just a matter yeah it's just a matter of like continuing continuing to create because mm-hmm. you know the more that you create the more opportunities you're really going to create for yourself right yeah. what um what kind of personal experiences have you had with failure that's a hard question because people view failure in like different ways like I feel like successful right now, even though I'm dead broke, but just because <laughs> I love what I do. Right. And like most people looking on would be like, well, that's not success. But like I value like being able to create and like just being happy with what I'm doing. Like, so as far as failure, like, I don't know, I've kind of always like went after what I liked. So mm-hmm. like, I know that, like, looking back on, like, my designs, lots of times I'm like, oh, yikes, did I make that? But, (laughs) but, like, to me it's not failure. Like, it's just learning and being better. Mm -hmm. Learning and growing. Yeah. And just letting yourself evolve from Mm -hmm. there, right? Because you have to start somewhere. Like, if you're always, like, afraid to fail, you're never going to make anything. Right. That's so true. What have you learned in the last... So, Cedar and Vine officially launched in November of 2016, which is when we met, which was, you know, it was a really cool time, I guess, for us to meet because Mm -hmm. it was the first time that I'd seen the collection and it was the first time that I'd seen your designs on the runway. So, it was a big moment for you guys and it was really exciting. I think the crowd, I think... I think everyone that was there really fell in love with it. Like, I I think it was so well-received that weekend. Um, So, like, what, what have you learned, like, up until that point and, I guess... Since then, since since you and I talked last, oh, I'll, I guess a lot. But yeah, um, 
I don't know. I learned since being in the fashion industry, it's not what people think it is. Mm-hmm. And it is just hard work if you want to like create a brand. And it's really rewarding though. Like it's awesome and there's all like there's going to be days when you just don't know if it's worth it. But then when you actually like can bring your like vision to life and like put it out there it's really nerve-wracking but it's also just like the most awesome feeling mm-hmm. so you kind of feel like mary poppins yeah. like <laughs> right like yeah. floating through like a field of like sunflowers or something like that it's yeah. like you know it's that moment when you're like yeah. hey world i'm here and like yeah. you know you can dance and you can join you can revel in it because there is so much yeah you know hard work that goes behind it right and i think like you know and I think, is that, would that be, I guess, would that be the one thing that you'd really want people to understand that like, you know, the fashion industry isn't this place that's full of glamour and like money and like, mm. you know, all the, you know, when we, when we see it from the big, from the big stages, the big runways, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a production, which is, yeah. it's amazing. Um, but you know what, just for those people that don't even, you know, really understand what goes into being a fashion designer, I guess, what, what would you, what would you tell them? I would tell them it is hard work, Mm -hmm. but if you love it, it will be worth it. Yeah. But you have to really learn to be true to yourself because every day you're getting opinions from a million different people. And like one person wants you to make a line for busty people. One person wants you to make this and that. And it's, it is good to listen to people's opinions and I value them. But you just have to really, at the end of the day, know who you are and stick with it Mm -hmm. so that you can have, like, a consistent brand. And, like, your brand, well, for me, it's me. So, like, just knowing who you are and what you stand for. Mm Because it's so easy in this world of, like, social media to be persuaded by so many different forces that are coming at you from every angle. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to, like be strong and know like what you stand for yeah because eventually and I'm still getting to this point but like hopefully you'll be able to find those people who can relate but if you're always changing and going with the latest way the wind's blowing then it's then <laughs> you're, you're not going to establish yourself so. right and you, you no longer remain authentic mm-hmm. to your brand right yeah so and like every brand is different but for me my brand is more about like a personality and a lifestyle that I want for myself and hopefully other people want so Mm -hmm. it's all so how do you find the balance between that because I think that you know just from knowing who you are I think you really know like you really stay true to yourself and like you know you know who you are as a person you know who you are as a creative you know who you are as a designer right so how do you know find that balance between knowing like you know this is something that's coming from like the depths of my soul that I'm creating Mm -hmm. um but the end of the day it's you know it's somebody else that I have to sell to and it's somebody else that's going to wear it right so how do you balance between like listening to your true voice but also you know paying attention to the the voices that are surrounding you of the people that don't want to wear your things without you know letting that affect what the true personality of Cena and Vine is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think input from people is very important because obviously you have mm-hmm. to 
but at the end of the day you have to sell your things or you're not mm-hmm. going to be in business but you also have to like look at who that advice is coming from and like you have to establish your demographic like if it's somebody that isn't my person like because not everybody is going to relate to you then you kind of have to sift through it and (laughs) figure out who your people are because you're not going to please everybody and you're not going to be able to connect with everybody right and everybody likes to put in their opinions so (laughs) it's kind of something that's very personal and you just have to figure out for yourself but if you know like who you are and what you stand for and what your ideal demographic is, then that helps you mm-hmm. a lot. Right. Yeah. <sighs> so it's all, it's all fun. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all fun. Particularly sometimes you're just yeah. like, I'm going to have a breakdown. Uh, like, I don't yeah. you know. I think we, it's, but it is, you know, we love it. It's, and it's, and that's, that's the thing, you know, even though it is so much hard work, mm-hmm. there is really so much fun that takes away from it being even being work when you love what you do, right? Yeah. Which is, I think, is so important. And that's another thing that I think I would tell people. It's not like every day, like, it's not like walk, like a walk in the park. Like, mm-hmm. there's some days that I really don't love what I do, to be completely honest. Like, but if you truly have, like, that desire to create, you'll, the times that... Like, you have your shows and you put your stuff out there and it's well-received. Like, it makes it all worth it. And Mm -hmm. you just have to, like, figure out if it's worth it for you or not. Right. And it takes trying a few things before you really, like, find that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. So did you have, I guess, what what was the overall inspiration for starting Cedar, Cedar and Vine? Cedar and Vine was kind of just my way of expressing my fashion tastes and how I view the world through clothing. Mm -hmm. So that's just the medium I used, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And is there something that, like, um, you know, what things, whether it's, like, you know, it's, like, a show or a book or an environment or a place that you went, um, you know, what really inspired you? to create the looks for your design like did you do you have like do you have like an underlying you know where you were like you know you read something or you saw something and you were like oh like that's I need to create that in in clothing I need like I need to create that somehow it kind of happens all the time for me Mm -hmm. and I think that important thing is getting out of our box and it doesn't mean that you have to like spend a million dollars like traveling all over the world but like just seeing different things all the time and like getting out of your rut to be inspired Mm -hmm. because it will come Mm -hmm. and you do have to look for it sometimes it doesn't just fall on your lap but yeah yeah because that's you know and I think that's that's interesting that you say that too because sometimes that I think our environments can almost get too like, we're too, we're too comfortable, and I think we're so used to just living in them that a lot of times we feel like that inspired, the inspiration, I guess, isn't isn't there. Like, we have to go out and seek it. Yeah. Where I think it's maybe just a matter of, like, you know, doing something different for a day, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, switching things up. So I know for you, you recently traveled to Hawaii, and you spent an entire mm-hmm. month there. Um, so tell me about that experience. Like, how did it... Um, 
from like an inspiration perspective, what did you, what did you, what did you bring home from that experience? It's just really cool to be surrounded by like something completely different as far as like your environment and even the people and the atmosphere and the mentality. It just opens your eyes to like that there's so much out there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's not like one specific thing that I can pinpoint that's like, oh, that's my inspiration. But I, I think it's just like refreshing your mind and just being around different things that like it's kind of cool because everybody's experiences are completely different and they bring out different things which is why I love like the creative fields because like mm -hmm. whether you're using like fashion as your medium or like yeah. paper and pen it's it's just so awesome when like people can express the world in their own ways and I like really appreciate that about different artists and it's hard to appreciate it about yourself so I think mm -hmm. that's another thing that I would just like people to know is like you need to realize like your worth and just stick with it and like don't let people like undervalue you I guess mm -hmm. like just stand for what you are and you'll eventually find those people that do believe in you and will mm -hmm. be a, like able to stand behind your brand and support you yeah and I think that's kind of the fascinating thing about humans that I've realized lately is that you know when you're happy and like you're creating what you love to create that energetic force is just out there and it just kind of like you almost radiate that right so even yeah. if there's times when it's like you know we all have those moments where it's like we aren't really we're not that confident in ourselves yeah. we're just like oh like I don't think that I can do this or this isn't good enough or you know like I don't I don't think I'm ready to take that step yet mm -hmm. right um but I think that once we just like you know we put our creativity out there and we just let it live then it just it has an ability to almost like you know it, it finds the people yeah that are kind of like gravitating towards that and that's mm -hmm. kind of where you find like you know your support system or people that will you know always be your cheerleaders yeah. but then most importantly your customers that'll mm -hmm. that want that cherish your designs and that you know that want to wear them and make them a part of your daily yeah. life right yeah and that's super fun like and rewarding when you do find those people and mm -hmm. it takes a while like yeah. it doesn't happen overnight yeah there's like, a lot of grinding in the yeah. process to get there, right? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to see a lot of, um, like, a Hawaiian-themed inspiration in, like, your upcoming collections? Or was it, like, was it more of, like, did you use, I guess, did you use that trip as a way to, like, you know, infuse that kind of culture into your into your collections? Or was it more of kind of just, like, I need to get into a different headspace and just see, you know, just almost like take take a take a break from your from your normal environment. Mm -hmm. I think that was more what it was is just to like think about other things and like get away from like everything here mm -hmm. and just yeah, I guess dream a little bit too mm -hmm. and like it feels like it's easier to, like, um, 
see like opportunity and stuff when you're not like surrounded by your familiar like environment all the time and just like let your mind go crazy I guess Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's really important for creative people and like I said you don't have to like go travel the whole world like there's so many places like in this province you can go that are different just do something Mm -hmm. new Mm -hmm. and you will find the inspiration just get out just get out of that bubble yeah and I yeah and I do I think that's so important because it really I mean it opens your mind but it opens your eyes Mm -hmm. and I think you know being able to experience that will really change your your perspective on you know on your on your own creativity right Mm -hmm. totally what um I know like I mean I know we talked a little bit about already you know, just jumping into this journey because it is so new for you. And you've said that you've, you know, you've learned a lot of things. Um, but like, you know, is there anything that's caught you off guard? Like, is there something that you never like expected? Like, were you pretty like confident jumping in knowing that like, okay, it's kind of, you know, trial and error, it's going to take some time to build, but have you experienced anything that you're like, like, I didn't, I didn't see this coming or like, this is, this is kind of crazy. That's super hard. Like, I think, you're always being surprised by things, but I can't, like, think of any. Like, I actually, to be honest, never seen myself in this fashion industry because it is so, like, fickle and, like, it's not really, like, me. Mm-hmm. So I feel in some ways, like, I don't really relate to a lot of people in this industry. Mm-hmm. But I just want to do my own thing and see where it takes me. Right. And just follow my passion and like that's kind of like a lesson that I learned from my dad too about like to me he's like the most successful person I know because he followed his dream and he said actually that he learned that the lesson from his uncle because his uncle worked for 25 years and retired and said he hated every minute of it and my dad from when he was little always remembered that and said I'm never gonna do that and so he owned a business when him and my mom were married and they never took an income for the first three years Mm -hmm. and they had five kids and they just made it happen and it's hard work but he just loves every minute of it and I don't see him ever retiring and it's just cool so that's always been like an inspiring force Mm -hmm. for me is watching that because like yeah in my eyes if you can like truly like love what you do every day you're successful Mm -hmm. and I think the money will come because you will attract it that's so and I think and and that's the thing I think if you really you know if you jump into a career or a lifestyle and the only thing that really matters to you is the money that you're going to make, it really takes away. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, I think your overall vision and that idea of your dream kind of really gets lost if you, if that's what you focus on, right? And I think that that's, that's the beauty of being where you are in the fashion mm-hmm. industry, right? Is like you know that like like you said earlier, like I'm dead broke. Yeah. So broke right now. But like <laughs> happy. I love it, right? Yeah. And I think that that's such a good place to be because you know you know that you're gonna continue to do what you love 
and like it, it will it'll it'll come like your confidence in your abilities and what you're creating to know that like that's gonna you know that's gonna set a life up for you in the future and I think that's mm-hmm. I think and that's like, so cool yeah and I think the fact that like if I had to like switch careers to make more money I would never regret this because I love it and I learned so much that yeah it it would have been worth it for me so like obviously I'm not naive to the fact that we all have to live and make a living Mm -hmm. but if you have the opportunity to do it just go for it yeah (laughs) and see where it takes you like this is always like my motto it's like what's the worst that can happen like whenever I'm like scared or like nervous about something I'm like what's really the worst that can happen like yeah if you're gonna regret not doing it then that's worse Right. Than possibly exactly. failing. <laughs> right. And it's in a thing. And at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like, people don't care as much as you think they do. <laughs> right. Right. And I think a lot of times it's like you spend, because we spend so much time in our heads mm-hmm. all the time, you know, as creatives, it's like, you know, we're always like, that little man in our head is yeah. always like, he's always running around, throwing a party, <laughs> throwing a fit, doing something yeah. like that, right? Where it's just like, it's a matter of being like, you know, hey, like. Yeah. No one else is really like invested in this as much as as much as you are, yeah. right? So it's like always, you know, keeping in check to know that like you know other other people aren't taking it mm-hmm. the way that you are, right? Yeah, and it's easy to get caught up in like what are people gonna think? Cause and I have a lot of people in my life that like I care so much about, and like even my parents like of course like I care so much what they think about like my company and everything because I like respect them so much Mm -hmm. and like look up to them but also like you have to just like sometimes like go with your gut feeling because of course they're very invested in it but not as much as you are right right exactly yeah you just have to like take that step and like not like rely on other people so much Mm -hmm. so tell me a bit about being a fashion designer in the province of Saskatchewan because I know that we are a very small player obviously when it comes to the grand (laughs) scheme of things on a global national you know perspective um, in comparison to places like Toronto where you know fashion is happening and bumping and just Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just it's a metropolis compared to where we are right um so what makes what makes you different as a designer from Saskatchewan well I feel like my general like outlook on fashion is a lot different Mm -hmm. because I don't honestly see it as like a glamorous thing right but it's not for me um and it probably is for a lot of people in Saskatchewan but for me it's all about like how it makes me feel and I'm not a glamorous person at all so (laughs) but it is it's fun because it feels like a community like there's not so many people like doing it and not so many designers so you do you really just like encourage people and like it's awesome like when you see people like moving forward and doing things like you're genuinely happy for them like you're not like oh that's my competition like right you're just like woo, go Saskatchewan like <laughs> it's pretty fun 
to like watch it grow and it mm-hmm. has grown a lot in the last since I've started I think mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of neat to watch Saskatchewan kind of evolve in that way mm-hmm. and, you know and it's, it's really start to find its voice in the industry mm-hmm. right because I mean I think it's growing all the time and I think I know it's still you know in comparison to like you know the big leagues of the fashion world we're still you know we're still pretty small, but I think it's it's really because I think we we all have such an opportunity to grow together and learn together. I think is also like one of the, you know because yeah. we can you know we can sit here and we can talk about you know what's going on in the industry and it's like you know are you feeling this like mm-hmm. are you feeling this are you experiencing this like what did you do mm-hmm. you know when you encountered this problem or things like that. So I think that there is a lot of open communication where you're just kind of like you know. We're helping each other kind of mm-hmm. step up that ladder, you know, one foot at a time, which I think is, totally. it's, it's not really, it's, I know, I know that that's not necessarily, it's something that happens in the bigger cities. I think that there definitely is more, um, people are more willing to be supportive, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. And like, I feel like people want something different here too. So it's, yeah, I like it's good to never assume, like, oh, Saskatchewan, like, that's a terrible place to do, like, be in the fashion industry, Mm -hmm. because there are people that are just looking for something different, so Mm -hmm. it's fun to find that, and they really appreciate it more than somewhere where there's surrounded by a a million designers. Right, right. So what does, um, what does the future look like for Cedar and Vine? I guess what's, first of all, what is, What's the big audacious goal that you have right now? <laughs> My goal right now is really... Sh- I'm trying to shape Cedar Vine into, like, a lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals, like, currently is just to get into boutiques and, like, expand my brand and try and, like, get it out there more. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on in the future I'm going to be in Western Canadian Fashion Week in two weeks so that's very exciting we'll see we'll be debuting our spring line in two weeks oh yeah as end of March yeah right crazy crazy mm-hmm. so what what kind of things is it a bit of a secret like what kind of things can we expect to see um just from like a design perspective like what does what does this new collection look like it's kind of centered around like my need for like minimalism and simplicity right now because mm-hmm. I feel like in this world of fast fashion like I was just being like consumed by it and I just feel like right now in my life like the need to simplify mm-hmm. so it's minimalistic it's it's based on the concept of a capsule wardrobe so okay. having those pieces that you can just go to and feel awesome and maybe spend more money on but like you feel like a million bucks in them Mm -hmm. and not being consumed by like 500 garments in your closet right that are made in china and fall apart the first time you wear them Mm -hmm. or yeah or you know within you know within weeks and i think that's that's all and i think that what you know you're what you are craving in your life right now with the idea of like minimalism and just having you know those like those key staple pieces instead of you know having 500 different pieces Mm -hmm. you know is a trend that we're really starting to see now right because I think that a lot of people 
especially consumers are realizing that they're it's like you know wow like mm-hmm. we're putting so much money into an industry like when we're talking about fast fast fashion specifically that doesn't even appreciate the true creative value mm-hmm. of a garment yeah right that's i totally think that's what it is is people don't value clothes anymore mm-hmm. and because they are so cheap and they're made in China or wherever for people who work for $2 a day. But for me, like, I just am craving that, like, really valuing what I wear and feeling great in it. So Mm -hmm. I feel like those are the kind of people I'm looking for as customers, and I know that everybody isn't going to be like that, but Mm -hmm. hopefully there's some who understand it. Mm -hmm. So for those customers that are looking for you, where can we find Cedar and Vine on the socials? <laughs> so we have Instagram. That's our main platform okay. we focus on, Cedar and Vine. And then cedarandvine.net is our website. Okay. So. And do you have an online store on there right now? We do, yes. Okay, So it awesome. will be updated soon with our new line. <laughs> so stay tuned for the Spring Summer and Collection of cedar and vine it's gonna be a good one (laughs) thanks so much for joining me today joe thank you for having me if your earbuds enjoyed what they heard today head on over to vocalize.fashion and make the voices podcast a part of your weekly routine special thanks to the driven lifestyle group for lending their studio space for today's